Welcome to another edition of Be The Change Georgia, where we amplify the voices of the inspiring business leaders surrounding the B Corp and social impact movements across the Southeast to help you learn how to build your legacy at the intersection of people, planet, purpose, and of course, profit. I know all of you care deeply about using your influence and business as a force for good, or are at least looking for inspiration on how capitalism can elevate society. However, as my friend and guest today, Christina Noel points out, when you're trying to change the world, it's easy to put the world's weight on your shoulders, and that's not sustainable. Social impact burnout is a real thing, my friends, and I wanna help you avoid it by sharing Christina's vulnerable and helpful story with you today. We talk about her journey into the B Corp movement, which overlaps with mine, and how we all need to learn, including myself, that you can't run at 120% all the time. This is a great conversation about choosing the projects you take on and learning to say no, running your life well and with boundaries, and knowing how and when to approach your mental health. Oh, and at the end of the conversation, Christine and I have a little fun teasing and previewing Build Southeast, an upcoming conference for the Southeastern B Corp community that will be held in Raleigh, September 21st and September 22nd. We'll get you all the details, so make sure to listen through to the end of the episode to find out more. Well, I hope this conversation is as helpful to you as it was for me. And without further ado, let's jump right into this conversation with my good friend, Christina Noel. Christina Noel, what is happening? How are you? Hi. Oh my gosh. I am so good. I'm pumped to be here. Yeah, no, I'm excited to have you. Um, you know, I mean, well, pretty much everybody comes on. I feel like by the time they're on this podcast, they are a friend, but like you and I go way way back um so it's just yeah it's exciting to uh have you on be the change georgia all the way from raleigh north carolina yeah oh but come on i have deep deep georgia roots and and we're b corp besties ah! <laughs> tell us a little bit more about christina noel and our connections that that bring us back to georgia and uh your personal why because it's it's a really i know the story but it's a story that i think our listeners will find a lot of inspiration in um, the trials and the tribulations and the, you know, I would say some of the, the, the failings and the getting back up and just kind of the, 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 yeah. the, the rising and ebbing tides of Christina Noel and where you're at today. <laughs> oh man, no pressure. Um, well, I, I knew I was like, where do I even start this story? Um, and I think you'll appreciate that. We're going to start with me in a bar in the Highlands of Atlanta, it's like a, the Virginia Highlands, the beautiful neighborhood in Atlanta, Georgia. And I was with a friend and I was miserable. And we were having it, we were like, I think we were getting dinner. And they asked me this question I never thought to ask myself. And they were like, hey, like, what would you do if you didn't have to worry about money? And I never thought to ask that because I was raised like, you will grow up 
and be a productive citizen and get a job and have like a successful career and not, you know, like be able to like live your life and support yourself. Like that was one of my, like the values that was instilled upon me as a kid. Um, but yet like my first job in the real world in Atlanta was healthcare consulting and it was honestly like a great company. Like they identified underpayments for hospitals. So they got money back for hospitals. And I was like, Oh, that's so sweet. Like, that's a good cause. And oh my goodness, it was as boring as it sounds to me, at least. Uh, it was so like, it was the worst job for my personality. It was like sitting and staring at a screen and like trying to find magical underpayments. I mean, it, oh my God. I was not great at it. It was a struggle. I, I ended up getting promoted, but barely. Oh, and so I was miserable and it was taking its toll and I knew it was time for a change. And so that was like this aha moment. And what I loved about that job was they did have a corporate social responsibility initiative at the time, which was pretty like early on in this whole movement. Um, so props to them for that. And for, you know, shoot. 40 hours a year, no, maybe 20 hours a year, I would get to help ship surplus medical supplies to developing countries in like a really brilliant operational way. And I'm like, so this CSR work was saving lives. And then my, you know, the time I spent mostly at work was, ugh, like calling insurance companies and trying to like find, you know, a few grand <laughs> and get that money back. And I'm like, I want a life with impact. And so I made a decision that day um, to commit to it. But here's the thing, like at the time, I first thought that that meant I was gonna go the nonprofit direction, but I also like still wanted to be strategic. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get my MBA. And so that led me to the University of Georgia. But in researching MBA programs, I did stumble upon this amazing TED talk by Jay Cohen Gilbert of B-Lab. And that is where I discovered social entrepreneurship. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to go work at a nonprofit. I can actually use business as a force for good. So this is awesome. I'm going to go get my MBA and I'm going to become a social entrepreneur. And luck would have it that during, during our, between our first and second year of our um, MBA program, I landed a life changing internship to go work with B-Lab. Um, so I actually got paid to audit 10 different mission-driven companies up and down the East Coast. Um, the most notable one is Ben and Jerry's. Like I straight up went to Burlington, Vermont, got to like take like a behind the scenes, Willy Wonka style tour and meet these people whose lives were changed because they worked at a great company in a community that was thriving because of this amazing company. And I saw firsthand like the ripple effect of this one like amazing brand and delightful product. Like that one company changed so many lives and made so many things about the world better. And I was like, this is it. Like that day, I'm like, this is it. This is my career. Like this is what I want to do. I want to dedicate my life to helping businesses like this succeed. Um, but then... <laughs> So like long story short, flash forward to graduation, I got a job at a B Corp. So that was cool. I moved home to North Carolina, worked at an organization called the Redwoods Group. And, and interestingly enough, their specialty is keeping kids and the people that support them safe. So they ensure YMCA's, Boys and Curls Clubs, um, Jewish community center, centers and summer camps. And my life became all about like 
the biggest risk areas for those organizations is child sexual abuse prevention and aquatic safety. So my first job out of school was literally helping to save and protect lives. Um, so that was pretty amazing. Um, on paper, it was totally my dream job. Um, I knew that I eventually wanted to work in marketing. So I did end up taking on the right company, not the right job. They had an opening in a consulting department. But my plan was to do the whole, let's get let's get in the wrong job and work my way into the right one. Um, <laughs> and then in the meantime, I volunteered all the time outside of work with different organizations in marketing to start like pushing my career in that direction. Plus all of the experience I'd gained during my MBA program. Um, yeah, but three and a half plus years into that, I completely burned out. <laughs> I had made the impact I could make at Redwoods. I'd actually pulled off landing, you know, myself in a strategic marketing adjacent role. I was their director of community engagement. So I like had achieved everything that I thought I wanted and I was deeply, deeply unhappy. Um, so like the same year I was, it was crazy. It was 2015. So I, oh, also like Redwoods was so great. Like they actually invested in me volunteering to like build the B Corp movement in North Carolina. And that year I became the MVP of the global B Corp movement. And I was, I was about to like get married. And so like everything on paper looked amazing. And then behind the scenes, I had so much anxiety. If we're going to call it what it was, I was definitely depressed and I was miserable. And I'm like, well, how did I achieve everything on paper that I thought I wanted? And yet I was starting to like show signs of sickness. Like I was like burned out. I had like crazy fatigue. I was having migraines every morning. Um, I was, I mean, it was really hard. God, like, thank God I married like the sweetest man who stuck with me through it because ultimately where we landed is like on a Friday. So I knew it, I like started dipping my toes in like the entrepreneurial world. So I started a storytelling project. Um, where I started interviewing people who changed the world. I started doing photography. I made my first. Like, I still have my. I still have my Arc Bender sticker. Oh, <laughs> yeah! It was called Arc Benders, and the name Arc Benders comes from um, the quote: "The arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice." So we're you're interviewing the people who are doing world changing work, and interestingly enough, a lot of the questions I was asking around that project were how do you design a life with purpose, right? Like if you want to go out and change the world, how do you do that? How do you structure it? How do you take care of yourself? And, you know, and what should I know? Um, and so really like starting that project was beginning of the end for Redwoods. Um, once I'd made my first, like been given my first check um, outside of my J-O-B, um, you know, the clock was running out. And it's so crazy. It was like a Friday. I interviewed this amazing, these two amazing people. One's Danny Rosen. Shout oh, out to geez. Danny. Yeah. He's the co-founder of an amazing nonprofit called Band Together that raises a, over a million dollars every single year for a nonprofit in our community. And he's also the co-founder of a certified B Corp called Brand Fuel. That's this badass branded merchandising agency that's a force for good. And I... I was just like, I want, I want, I want to have my own version of Danny Rosen's life. <laughs> like, what am I, I doing? Be, I want to be Danny when I grow up. Yes. I know. I'm like, oh, so literally that night 
I, we had like a come to Jesus moment where my husband's like, it was like raining and we're in a Mexican restaurant. My husband's like, what do you want? Cause he like had this look on his face. Like he was just not talking and miserable. And I was trying to like justify that everything was fine. And he, he was like, what do you want? And I'm like, <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> so, yeah. It wasn't, it, it wasn't some glorious moment. It was kind of like a mini breakdown and he's like, okay, it's like, go do it. Like at the time, it was five years ago. We wanted to have a family and I was so sick. There was no chance in hell that that was happening if I kept doing what I was doing. And so, yeah, that, that led me to take the leap. So I put in my two weeks on that Monday. I <laughs> wrapped up my projects and off I went into what became one of the, oh my God. Then it's like, we'd love to say, oh, then it was great. No, it got worse. It totally got worse. <laughs> that anxiety gets worse when you go down the entrepreneurship road. Oh my gosh. To but at go least it's your own anxiety, oh. you know, like at least what you're building is yours and yeah. it's your mission and it's your, it's, I mean, kind of coming back to the question, it's your why. I mean, you didn't realize at the time you were interviewing people to do, to tell stories um, yeah. and you had a little podcast that was great. It's the reason I know Maggie Kane, another oh. awesome nonprofit leader, but you were really asking questions for your own journey that you didn't yeah. realize you were doing at the time. Yeah, 100%. And so my why became, look, like jobs are transformative, getting you know to work at amazing organizations where they have the resources to pay you well and give you great benefits. Um, it's, it's life-changing, right? Like we spend more time at work than we do with our friends and family. And, you know, for me, the path was entrepreneurship, but that's also not the right fit for everyone. Um, and so my why is helping businesses like this succeed. And the how for me, and I do think a key part of what I learned from the Arc Vendors Project is the how is also extremely important. Like the first step is saying, I want to make an impact. The second, and it's not a quick one, is okay, but like, what are my skill sets? What am I really great at that the world also needs and will pay you a sustainable rate for? <laughs> um, and for me, that was marketing and strategy work, um, which is why I now run Noel & Co, a marketing and strategy consultancy for mission-driven organizations. Like, imagine that. <laughs> And quickly and quickly certified um, as a B Corp because of course. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's one of those things too. And we didn't even touch on that in that story was like, you were kind of the original, um, the, the torch got passed from you to me at UGA yeah. in the MBA program to keep that B Corp kind of concept of not necessarily keep it going because Terrapin, who we're still coming for you, Terrapin, you will be a Oof. B Corp one day. Um yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to all my friends at Terrapin. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that you, you handed to me and Zach Godfrey got involved and then, but you never really checked out as an alum of, of that MBA program. You, you were there oh. at that first meeting when I met at Vic, like you were mm. a big part of, you know, my journey as well and getting at Vic certified. And then I had similar I mean, you and I were sounding boards because I was doing the same thing at Advic where I had a job that they hired me into and I was squeezing my way into, I want to do this B Corp thing and the yeah. culture and the engagement and the social impact. Um, and you and I were like, 
and I, I mean, I, this is in no way a knock on because I, I literally will talk about Jeff and rave about him to anybody, but I burned, yeah. I was burning out because I was trying to do and right. start be local Georgia, which you were at the triangle. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, cause I think one of the things that draws me to you and, and why I tell people about your leadership is that you're so candid, like, you know, there's no, and I try to be the same way of like, yeah. that, like, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. It's a lot of ugly. It's a lot of falling flat on your face. It's a lot of, um, you know, those like mental breakdowns of what burnout really is that I think it's kind of cool in this day and age that we're talking about it more, but yeah. You, you burn. I mean, I remember, cause I remember having conversations with you, but you burned out, you know, oh. and, and it was causing the health issues and, yeah. um, how, like, how do you balance that now? How have you found that balance to <laughs> kind of like, you know, I mean, however you want to unpack your burnout story. I mean, we talked about it, but yeah. you know, why is it important that, that you get on a podcast like this and talk about <laughs> Oh my gosh. In social impact, it's a trend and it is a trend everywhere. Like I think it's about where our society's at is things have gotten more productive than ever, but then we're also still, there's this like pressure and drive to achieve, achieve, achieve. And especially if you're doing world changing work, it's like, I must do it. Um, I'm the queen of burnout. I was burning out all the way back to like my MBA program. Like I had, they paired me up with an executive coach and I'm like, I'm like, I am panicked. I am panicked. Like I was having a breakdown and she's like, what are you doing today? And she's like, I'm like this, this. And she's like, no, you're not. You're sitting on your couch and we're going to watch TV because like you have to like chill. You know? <laughs> like, but you know, when you're trying to change the world, it's really easy to start putting the world, like the weight of the world on your shoulders. And that is not sustainable, right? Like at Redwoods, I put the weight of all of those people's lives on my shoulders. Like I put the weight of like, they had, they had scaled and been bought. And I was like, this is proving like that a B Corp can scale and be sold and I must help them thrive and grow. And, but no, <laughs> like it's not all on you. Um, and one of the best pieces of advice I've heard on burnout is, um, you know, it's, it's actually from Maria Kangari, the co-founder of SEM and, now she does like amazing executive coaching as part of 360 degree rocks, um, which is another certified B Corp. I believe, I think there's a straight yeah. rock, the B Corp. But you can go 120%, but you can't go that way all the time. And so like, there's no magical life hack. Like I have not figured it out. I am going, I am currently in a phase where I'm going 120% right now. And I, but then, you know, now I know like there needs to be a month where I'm back down to like an 80% effectiveness rate, like an 80% rate of working super hard. Um, and having a kid has made it extraordinarily difficult because having a kid is a second job. <laughs> like, and I don't mean that in like a, a sad me, like, Hey, this is a success story. I totally all got better. It took a year. It take you can't just like, unscrew up your health like overnight but a year into being an entrepreneur and choosing my projects and you know running my life the way I needed to like I did get better um I figured out my mental health which was life-changing I realized I needed to be on antidepressants which was life-changing I'm an advocate if you have chronic anxiety and depression it is okay I will be medicated for life um <laughs> that is my ultimate self-care and then the other thing is like, 
but then I've had a kid and like, it's just, it's the best thing ever. And also you're just on so often and you need help. Um, and it's so funny because I alluded to this this morning, like on one hand, I was prepping for this podcast and I'm working with amazing B Corp management consultancy to like help them scale. And then I got my kid to daycare and I had forgotten her baby shark doll at home. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter, Aurora, her baby shark is her child and it goes with her everywhere. It is her best friend. (laughs) And somehow I had left the baby shark at home and this morning was like my wellness morning. I went to the chiropractor. I went to physical therapy. And then I like, I even called a neighbor. I was like, we can't get this baby shark for an hour and a half unless I find someone. And it didn't work out. So bless her little heart. <laughs> she she did not have her baby for an hour and a half. But, but the beauty is, I mean, it's just like hilarious that like on one hand, I'm like thinking about all these big strategic world changing things. But on the other hand, like, baby I like, you've ruined all You've ruined everybody with kids that is listening to this. You've now ruined their day because now the baby shark song is stuck in their head. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and, and one other thing, and you keep mentioning, you know, names and, you know, I mean, we can skip ahead. I know the little planning sheet. This is kind of the last question. But one theme I keep hearing, too, and, and some piece of advice I would give is there are a lot of people in your life that. I don't want to say have mentored, but that are there for you. Like, you know, so people in the social impact space, you know, the importance of that network of support. I mean, even our producer of this podcast, Chat with Leaders, um, Jeff Bond is one of those for me, um, where it's like when I need something, when I'm burning out, when I am just stressed or I need to bounce an idea, like having those people in your universe that that can help and that can give you that advice. And you mentioned a couple, Danny Rosen. Um, I mentioned Maggie Kane, who's another world changer where you're like, how is she not burned out? But she's got it down. And I'm sure there, I'm sure it's not all again, rainbows and butterflies. I'm sure she has her moments as well, but who else in your, in your life has been an influence for you as you've kind of like the mental health journey and the social impact piece of it? Yeah. Um, Lisa, her, it was my first client ever, <laughs> I believe. Um, so she runs Unity Web Agency, which is an amazing certified B Corp. Um, she's an amazing thought leader on web accessibility. And she actually has a great podcast. Y'all should check out. It's called Inside Impact. It is so good. Oh, um, I'm telling you, there's an episode on April 13th with this. this <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. So uh, <laughs> check it out. Yeah, no biggie. Uh, yeah, it might be featuring uh, Nathan. Um, so Lisa's been huge. Um, I'm trying to think, I'm like, she's been life-changing and like the people that she has then brought into my world because of her network has been life-changing. Um, and then, you know, and then there's also the self-work, like you have to learn to know yourself. Um, and I know Nathan, like we have, we've talked about this too, because I do want to make sure I mention this is you have got to learn to say no, like you have got to learn to say no. Still to working things. on it. I am still working on it. <laughs> I actually every have... time I say no. Yeah. Every time I say no, by the way, I text Christina like, "Hey, I did it." <laughs> I mean, because you have to. Like, I literally have a blog on my personal website that I wrote. That's my template for saying no, and I'm actually right at a point right now where I need to start. I will literally go back and copy and paste this template and be like, "Thank you so much. I would love to connect right now. I've, I'm at capacity with the commitments I've made to my family and my and my clients." I mean, 
I, I've, I mean, I've met leaders of B Corps that admitted to me that they, they volunteer 50% of their time. That is not freaking sustainable. I know Nathan's raising his hand right now, you know? And I mean, back to like Maria's point, like you can go 120%. Like, I do think that pushing hard sometimes like is, is doable. Um, Oh, another one that comes up. Um, the last time I went 120% was actually this October, this past October, where I put on our first like founder summit, like creating a safe space for, for founders to like connect with each other and connect to resources and find community. And I did that project with Mel Hubner, who also now works at, she previously worked with Marie Kingery at 360 Rucks in Southern Energy Management. And now fun fact, she works at Brand Fuel. Um, she was life-changing. Mel is like an operational genius and she is running yep. the local triangle. I very much worry. Mel, I'm like, Mel's <laughs> Mel, I worry about her burning out because she's so amazing and passionate and talented. Um, but it was like the easiest event I've ever run. She was like, oh my gosh, you're so calm. And I'm like, event planning is inherently chaotic. Like things always go wrong, but because I knew I was collaborating with someone who is brilliant and organized and thoughtful, like together, like collaboration is amazing. Like you can accomplish yes. amazing things when you're collaborating. Well, it's funny, and, and it's funny you bring Mel up because, um, you know, we're, I don't want to say we're teasing, like you're going to be on a panel or I'm planning a conference with Mel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna, gonna and so one bad. of the panels, like, I think it's important. We're going to have a panel about burnout and, and the social impact burnout of wanting to save the world and feeling like you have to say yes to everything. You're on that panel, which is going to be great. But Mel is helping me plan build Southeast. And so for our listeners going, why is, okay, you made a Georgia connection. Why is Christina on here? Part of the, um, excitement behind this episode is that, I mean, hopefully, I believe uh, the wonderful Elisa is uh, building our website right now that we Aww. should have a live website and registration page, which is why you see the, well, the listeners can't see the back of my eyes right now. Um, it's been a busy week. Everything ready. But we are going to do a B Corp conference in Raleigh in person. We've done a couple virtuals. Um, I think the world's ready to get back together. So we're going to be in person in Raleigh on September 21st and 22nd and and i don't know if you want to talk real quick i mean there's there was a, a meaning behind why we're going to raleigh um not only that it's the biggest b corp hub in the southeast um but i don't know if you want to quickly unpack that we're way over our 25 minute promise to jeff <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean if you're going to change the world a great place to start is your your home right so like if you, I'm, I often describe myself as a seed planter, so I'm very good at the start of things. I have so I bring a lot of energy, so right, like I, I planted a seed of the B Corp Consulting Project of Georgia, which then turned to me planting the seed of B Corp Consulting, which now became like eventually turned into B Academics, um, in partnership with Jessica Thomas, and then she grew it to this amazing thing, right? I planted the seed with UGA, and now Nathan, like you're the one who carried the torch and like has turned it into amazing things. And in North Carolina, like the seed that planted like and, and grew our B local triangle was actually, we really wanted to host the B Corp champions retreat. Like back then it was, it was in 2015 um, or 2016 that we were supposed to have it. And um, oh man, <laughs> we won. Like we made this amazing campaign. We hosted this insane event. 
at this like beautiful space in downtown Durham. Um, it's called the American Tobacco Campus. So it was like this outdoor event with band and you know B Corp beer and all these amazing vendors, and it was epic. And B Labs like, oh my gosh, we're gonna come to North Carolina. Um, and I made a point that like the South, the South, like I didn't want to go to California. I didn't want to go to North, you know, NYC where you know it's easy to like buy into the social impact movement. I wanted to go home. I'm, I'm born and raised in the South. I'm from North Carolina and there's amazing things happening in here and amazing people and amazing companies. And I was so excited to show that to the global B Corp movement. And then North Carolina, it turns out, was kind of like a preview of what would eventually happen in our, with our presidency. But we had legislators that passed a law overnight that was extremely hateful. It's called HB2. I'm like terrified to even dive into it. But let's just say it was a hateful, discriminatory law that does not reflect most of the people on the ground. <laughs> that, you know. People of the great state of North Carolina. Yeah. Well, we had a similar, you know, we had a similar thing here with the all-star game. Um, yeah. You know, and it, yeah, the yeah. people that when you make those decisions to move them, it almost hurts. Well, not almost, it hurts the people on the ground who have, yeah. who were probably also affected by the bill who are against the bill. It hurts those, you know, I mean, think about the economic impact on Durham and the triangle of pulling that it's conference awful. out or for us, the, the major league baseball all-star game. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, think I know that, I know. that for me is what's so exciting about coming to Raleigh is, yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm, and, and, and my big pitch too, I'm hoping that everybody listens to this in Georgia, like I, you know, the whole point of the podcast of be local Georgia of, of build Southeast of the triangles to build this community of people like, so that you know, that there's Christina's in the world in the South, that this is possible to like Zach Godfrey always says, build better, build a better South. Um, oh yeah. Whatever, yeah. Like, Cause like, I mean, paraphrasing Zach's we, quote we, and the bitter Southerner. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, we understand that the South has a deeply, deeply problematic history and so much deep work that needs to be done. And, you know, and I also still completely understand why B-Lab made that call. Um, like they, it was, it was an impossible decision to make. And ultimately yes. they felt like the best thing to do for the event was to keep the retreat an energizing space versus coming down to the South and, you know, fighting for social justice. <laughs> um, but it was hard because our business community was oh so special during that time. They created like, so it was all of, it was called the bathroom bill and it was all about like discrimination around, you know, against the trans community. And all of a sudden we had gender neutral bathrooms everywhere, like private property and private uh, privately owned businesses could do and operate however they wanted. And, and they did. And it was, oh, I mean, it restored my faith in humanity, but that's well, just it. Well, we're, well, we're coming to Raleigh. You so are. So you're coming here. And then um, and, hit, hit. And, and all of my Georgia people are coming with me. Yeah. Yes. Come up, Georgia. And then be loud. Cough, cough. You know, this is just a sneak preview for when you're yes. going to come back to North Carolina for, or at least back to the Southeast for the big championship. I know. I'm like, right? hey, hey, we're in Atlanta. Might be throwing our hat in the ring. That one. Um, <laughs> I know. Since you did pick BLD, I'm like, since the build is going to be in North Carolina, I'm like, maybe it's Atlanta. Um, yeah. So yeah. real quick before we wrap, we need to settle one quick debate. And again, we need to be, uh, <laughs> but uh there's an ongoing joke in the b corp community of um it's the kevin bacon reference the six degrees of kevin bacon 
So who is the real Kevin Bacon of the B Corp community in the Southeast? Is it you or is it me? Or is it <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think we're going to have to let the, the people decide. <laughs> or maybe this isn't what we should be competing on. I don't know. I will say that like, because of my burnout, you, you might have, or you might have, and by might, I mean, probably <laughs> beaten me out. <laughs> I'll say um, it's a, I'll say it's a tie. Cause I couldn't have, I couldn't have done it though without your network and plugging uh, into your people. Um, and that's why now I'm like, all these people in Raleigh are like old friends and, why I stay with Andrew Katz when I visit. Um, so yeah. awesome. So, uh, all right. Um, just cause we could go on for hours. If, if, if the good listeners of the be the change Georgia podcast want to follow Christina Noel, where can they find you and Noel and co? Oh yeah. Definitely on LinkedIn. Definitely check me out. Christina Marie Noel, Noel and co all on LinkedIn. Um, but then I also do show up with some edgier content sometimes on Instagram under Christina Marie Noel and then Noel and co is more PC <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> and, uh, and the other place to send them will be buildsoutheast.com. Um, I'm the target is this podcast should be coming out on March 21st and that website should be live. So, or yes. March 23rd, so um, yeah, so check us out, come hang out, come meet Christina and all the wonderful people that she has referenced in this podcast. And, uh, Christina, thanks. Thanks for coming on. This is fun. I always love sharing basically conversations between friends and putting them on a podcast and sharing them with the world. Yes. <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, I hope you found this as fun to listen to as it was to record. Oh, thanks again, Nathan. Thanks, Christina. See y'all. Well, that wraps up another edition of Be The Change Georgia. We're grateful as always for the opportunity to serve you with this content and grow this incredible community of purpose-driven B Corp leaders. If you haven't already, we would be grateful for you to rate the show wherever you get your podcast by simply tapping the number of stars you think it deserves and sharing it with a friend. This helps us get the word out and continue to use our collective influence as a force for good. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the help from our production team at Chat With Leaders Media. Learn how you can launch your own podcast to grow your business at chatwithleaders.com. Thanks again for listening and now go be a leader worth following.